Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast with me, Monty Warden. Today I'm in the Marche at the Moroda Winery with Marco Moroda, who's the winemaker and manager there at the moment. Uh, tell us a little bit about your family history. So, hello, everybody. It's a family business uh, since uh, 1837 when my ancestor founded the the winery and uh, now it's my father, me and my brother, so the seventh and the eighth generation of Moroders. So we are located in the National Natural Park of Conor Mountain, a small area face the sea. So the Adriatic Sea? The Adriatic Sea, so vineyards uh, 238 meters above the sea level at the same time. It's less than one kilometer from the sea. Why, why didn't you... You look a little bit like a surfer with your beard and your kind of slightly rangy look. Why didn't you just spend your life on the beach rather than working really hard in the vineyards? Uh, motocross in the vineyard. Oh, you do motocross, do yeah, you? Yeah, a lot. Oh, right, we can talk about that. <laughs> so this is no longer the Italian wine podcast. This is the, this is the Italian motocross <laughs> podcast. So, I mean, you don't... Do you, do you literally drive around the vineyard on your bike looking for, I don't know, say, disease or when the grapes are ripe? Yes, do that? everything. And really? Often, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that's quite fun, Niels. <laughs> so do you have races? Do you have, like, any siblings, any brothers and sisters you race around or friends that you race around the vineyard with? With some friends and uh, also, actually, my father teaches it to me. So. And he, so he's a motor, he's a motor fan as well, isn't he? Yeah, it's a motor fan as well. Who, who's the better rider? Me, of course. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you gonna say. Okay. So listen, so tell us a little bit about your your vineyard, exactly the terroir, the soils, why why it is so special being so close to the sea. Actually, the area is completely different from the rest of the Adriatic because usually the Adriatic is very shallow with sand. On on the beach, you have to work for like two thousand meters before the water starts to go deep. While here, the sand is completely disappeared and um, the coast is rocky the land calcareous and clay so limey limestone yeah usually you find white wine white grapes cultivation on the coast while here the historical um, grapes of the area is Montepulciano so uh, black grapes cultivated on the the sea historical means that uh, Plinio the Elder in his Naturalis Historia, so 2,000 years ago, already talked about the red grapes cultivated in the area of Conero. Okay, so sorry, I'll just interrupt you a bit. So just tell me a little bit about Pliny. What did he do? The history with um, Montepulciano grape? Historical red grapes of the area, it means that uh, even Plinio the Elder in his Naturalis Historia, a book written written 2,000 years ago, (laughs) talked about the red grapes cultivating the area and the red wine produced on the Conero mountain. From the Montepulciano grape? From this variety of Montepulciano, yeah. So what is the altitude of your vineyard? It's between 200 and 250 meters above the sea level, but at the same time, less than one kilometer from the sea. Okay, so, and in terms of um, wind and sea sea breezes, is that is that a problem for you disease-wise? Actually, it's something that helps the grapes. Really? So, yeah, a lot of excursion between the days and the night, very windy during the night, especially during the night. Montepulciano is a late harvest variety, so it is helpful to have the the, the wind and the, and the salty air that helps to clean the grapes. So there's less disease pressure because of these salty winds? And actually it helps us on our biological agriculture. So when did you go organic? Uh, we had more than 20 years of low-impact agriculture and the, the completed certification since the 2010. So was that your doing or was that your father? Was he happy that you changed? Allora, my father put the first step and I, me and my brother, we completed. So now we try to be as much 
self-sufficient and clean as we can. In the winery, we have a solar panel plant that gives us 100% of the energy that we use inside the winery, as well as um, a new part of the winery that was built underground using eco-friendly material without change from any point of view, the landscape of the area, humidity and temperature is maintained naturally without using machines. So we try to take care about the place that gives his, his hospitality to us. So what makes a, a Montepulciano based red wine from the Conoro different from your neighbours in Abruzzo? Is there a difference in style in terms of weight or texture or flavour or aroma? It is very different from many points of view, but also, yes, for sure is for uh, the variety, the clone, the different kind of grapes, but uh, then you have to talk about every single producer, how they used to work with it. It's a very diplomatic answer. <laughs> we are a lot of producers and many of them are good producers, I think. Okay, so having tasted your wines, what I really like about them is you have a lot of um, purity of fruit, which isn't always the case with organic uh, wines. How do you how do you do the winemaking? Presumably you handpick the grapes? I, I think you're talking about the Aion, that is our youngest version of Rosso Conero. So yes, it's a wine where we try to have the bigger extraction of the fruitness of the grapes. So uh, we play with the aromatic part of the of this variety. And um, so no influence of oak, it's an harvest that uh, happens around, it depends from the vintage of course, but uh, it's around uh, September. I said before that is a low, uh, is a late harvest variety. So usually for our reserve is a, is, a, is a grapes that we harvest in end of October. So for the eye on the fruit forward one, you want to sort of slightly earlier has this kind of crunchy fruit. When you talk about flavour, what kind of flavours would we be looking for in the in a Montepulciano that's a sort of fresh style? Vichola, it's like wild cherry and um, blackberry and uh, un pochino di rose. A little uh, bit. Rose, roses. And what's a good gotcha. local dish for a fruit forward, fresh Montepulciano based red? Actually, Rosso Conero is known for being the red marine wine. So the red wine that you also match with some kind of fish. Of course, we think about fish with a structure. So here, a typical things are the stockfish alanconetana or the stockafisso, exactly, yes. or the moscioli spaghetti con moscioli that is a wild and DOP version of mussels that grow here in the area of Porto Novo. But also in the Ayon, you can also match it with a good pizza. Okay, now what about your top wine, which is the Dorico? So, yes, it's the four level. So, we skip the classic version and the Conero Reserva and go into the Grand Cru to say Dorico. Dorico is a, is a particular wine from many points of view. It's a wine that we don't produce every vintage. It's a selection of the best grapes made during the harvest. So, it's not a specific piece of the vineyards, but every year when we decide to do it, it can be different. So, this and is when the motorbike comes in, you see you're driving around the vehicle. Well, that little bit could go into, into the Dorico. Well, that little row over there, probably not. Yeah? Correct. Okay. So you clearly have a lot of fun here. Now, you, but you are very serious in terms of the winemaking because you are, the oaking of Montepulciano grape can be difficult. So it can either destroy the wine or it can really help the wine. What's your attitude with the Dorico and the oak aging for the Montepulciano? We try to balance the oak influence uh, with every vintage and with how can be different every vintage from one from the others. And um, actually, we are out with the 2013 and um, that one is a wine that spent on barrique half in barrique and half in tonneau of 500 liters 30 months but not of course new oak a balance of one third so when should you ideally drink a, a Montepulciano red from uh, the Conoro? good question it's we did a vertical few months ago starting from the 1990 and i think that 
that one was one of the best vintages we tasted. It's a wine that you can wait 10 years to, to starting to have the... His but are you changing your winemaking? Because we live in such impatient times. We want instant results, instant gratification. We want to. We don't want to age our wine for 5, 10, 15 years. How do you get around that? We actually keep in our winery for one year the, the bottles before start to release it to give to the market a, a wine that start to be ready so you don't have to wait all this time. But at the same time, since you have the passion and the patience for waiting, you can have something very different and nice few years later. Marco Morona, thank you very much for talking to me. We've actually done this interview in your car because we couldn't <laughs> find a quiet place to record. But um, as a studio, this is great. It's mobile and it's got five gears. Fantastic. Thanks very much for coming well, in today. Thank you and waiting for you and whoever wants to come in yeah, Marke. Do I have to arrive on a motorbike or can I arrive on a bicycle? Is that going to be okay? We can find a motorbike here. Okay. All right. And a helmet. Marco, thanks very much. It's been really great talking to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram.